You know what else you could love live? That's right, your balls and your face. Because we're supported by Manscaped over here at Bad Anime. You could use our code BAD20, that's B-A-D-2-0, at checkout for manscaped.com in order to get 20% off your order and free worldwide shipping. Ain't that great? You know what else is great? Singing uh, school chilled... Uh, th- this is going to sound bad anyway, I say it, huh? It's Bad Anime. Are we live? Are we love? Are we love live? Love alive? Superstar. We didn't plan this. That's <laughs> right, everybody. Huh. We did not plan any of that. Uh, I, I'm, I am, I am John once again, and I am Rob, and I'm so delighted that this day has finally come. Me too, because today we are talking about season one of Love Live Superstar, but it's not just normally talking about the season one of a no. beloved or a behested show, uh, because we ah. are talking about season one in the frame of our annual Best Girl Day, uh, which if you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that us and our friends, we do an annual thing called Best Girl Day, where we pick a show, yep. or Rob picks a show, more namely, and we all yep. <laughs> watch all 12 episodes of the first season or whatever season we're focusing on. And once right. we're done with the 12 episodes, there is a different uh, situation that occurs every year, which last year being a situation tier list. Situation or task. End, task. Yep. This year, uh, we, we locked the door after the end of the 12 episodes, and we had to rank all the girls, the main girls in this show, one through five. Um, and there were a lot of debates to be had, and I am still very angry about the result. We're going to get into the results pretty soon, or we could, or we could start there <laughs> oh, no. and a touch on our feelings about the show towards the end. What would you like to do first? Because we didn't plan any of this. All right, you know what? Let's let we didn't we didn't <laughs> do that because that's that's for nerds. <laughs> <laughs> and we're cool, way too cool we're for that. Definitely, we really we watched cool. We we're so cool. We watched all of Love Life Superstar in a day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and we didn't even sing along. You fucking liar. I'm a liar. <laughs> we sung along, we clapped along, even though people were a little um disgruntled in the beginning of this, because um Best Girl Day is known for being a day full of more raunchy titles, a little more harem-focused traditionally because of the boobs. abundance of girls in them. Yeah, way more boobs present. Boobs. Um, but since last year we went with such an extreme title, that being Mother oh. of the Goddess Dormitory, oh. I fi- yeah, that was fun, I think. Um, I wanted to go more wholesome this time and kind of see how that would make people react. Yeah. And I, and I think... What, in short, what, they didn't know how to. They really didn't. Because I think at first everybody was... Weirdly enough, I, I found that a lot of, the, a lot of us were a, a bit disappointed because we were like, oh, like... Oh, you know, I th- I thought we were gonna get a like a oogly boobly kind of show, uh, which is what you usually but expect. Which is a little weird that everyone was like, "We wanted titties." I'm like, "You guys complained about the titties last year." Like, which I wanted to want? get I wanted to get hard near my best friends. Now I just have <laughs> to sit here and watch some girls sing, and it's wow. Wait, wait, that's a good song. Wait, uh, yeah. Oh, oh that no, that did they, happen. Oh my, I can't believe this is happening to her. Oh. Oh God, her parents are no do you, you can't this is an amazing show <laughs> <laughs> that did happen right before our eyes it which did. i was it did so relieved and thrilled we're at the end of this people were more embarrassed than mother of the goddess dormitory because they actually liked the show 
and liked it so much that there were shouting matches over our ranking at the very end of it. Oh, and I remember yielding because I was just so tired and I was also sick. So I'm just like, oh, no. Yeah, we, you, you and I were among the crowd that were not proud of the results. Uh, but we were like, you know, it's it's like midnight. We got to go. We've been here for like yeah. six hours. Uh, I've had a full Domino's pizza uh, and I, I really just need to go home. Well, you and I got there at noon because we had some outside projects to work on. So yeah. we've been there for like 12 hours that day. Yeah. Shot. Just absolutely. I mean, and you started drinking early. Like, you know, I, I had to record vocals for our band and uh, mm -hmm. and for everybody at home. Rob was, uh, of course, sitting in on the recording. And yeah. uh, during the recording, I just see him putting back beers like one after the other. Kronbacher's because it's one beer February, AO, at the time we're recording this. And he, uh, he chose Kronbacher. So he's four Kronbachers deep. I look down and I'm like, have you already drank four Kronbachers? And then... You say, you look at me, you say, five Kronbachers, and then you finish your current beer in your hand. I've never been married so hard in my entire life. You oh, my God. You made me look like a damn Mary, and you pound that beer and put it down, and you open a 6-1 before I can even start laughing. It was it was truly incredible. So you were already pretty liquored up by the time we got I was pretty there. liquored up um, mostly because I was on vacation, uh, and yeah. I still am on vacation right now, so I was very much in that vacation mode. I yes. made one fatal misstep, though. I was also sick, so the mm -hmm. alcohol wasn't really hitting me, so I wasn't really getting that initial busky, and, you know, yeah. my overconfidence was my undoing, and I was a Mary the next morning because we, because, and um, two things here I need to point out. Um, a lot of people on social media our age now, like, you know, in their very late 20s, early to mid 30s, um, they talk about, like, oh, no. My hangovers now are like 48 hours, 72 hours long. And funny enough, this ties kind of my personality. Because remember, Bouncy, remember when it came time to watch Sword Art Online and I had three yeah. days to do it, so I didn't like two? You really did. You really powered through that thing. It, it was it was honestly impressive. Here's what happens. I think my body has learned from that um, uh, kind of work ethic. Because uh -huh. instead, of, instead of having like a 12-hour, 24-hour hangover... I will have three absolutely agonizing hours, and then oh. I'm completely fine. And I felt so bad because we were originally going to record this a couple days ago, and I woke up like two hours before we were set to record, and I was absolutely peachy keen, like nothing had happened. Like I was all good. Yep. And then we started recording. My stomach dropped. I got up, threw up, came back down, came, <laughs> threw up again, came back down. I'm like... Bouncy, I think we have to call this one. I didn't this even know you threw up the first time because you can't. You came back and you were like, "Hey, all right, let's 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 do this." And I was like, "All right, I mean, okay, like if you're okay, let's do it." And then we started talking about Love Live, and yeah, <laughs> and then you left again for a longer, and then you came back, and I was like, and we were like, you know what? Maybe let's do this another day because I think we really did catch you at yeah. the very beginning of that three hours of excruciating pain. Yeah, that you were experiencing. So like once yeah. that happened, I remember you texted me like later in the day and you were just like, yeah, I'm good now, by the way. <laughs> just like, well, it's just and so I was like, thankfully, now, that's all I cared about. Like, I don't well, give a you fuck so about again. this stupid show. <laughs> <laughs> My friend is oh. sick. Oh, I love you, bud. <laughs> yeah, no, that was just it was all on me over drinking on when I'm being sick. So I know I, you know, completely lost context of how much I was drinking. And also I was very silly because. As an adult, you have to be responsible when you drink. Oh, my God. This is a PSA. But, um, <laughs> so kids, 
Um, after you pound back some brewskis with the boys, watch and argue it over your favorite anime, Singing Girls. Yes. Um, when you get home, excuse me, try to have at least three bottles of water. Personally, I like to have at least one or two of those bottles with liquid IV in it. You it's know, good. Important. Hydrate it up. Benefit. Get it going. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Get yourself feeling good because if you're, if you're at that point, you've been drinking all night, you can pound liquids very quickly. Have a moderate meal, something a little fatty, a little greasy. You don't want to go overboard with it because that's going to yeah. – all, all that oil and shit in your stomach might fuck things up further. Mm-hmm. So go with a moderate meal, uh, some water, um, listen to some music or something, get your head in the right space. Like, okay, feel okay a little bit, um, and then go to bed peacefully. Um, I didn't do that. I went right to bed. <laughs> and oh, which the- so you skipped all of the other things that you had to do. Y- Yes, because I was sick, you see. So uh, my body just com- performed a complete shutdown on me. Yeah. I got two bottles of water. I woke up with them full next to me. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, this is going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah, so no, yeah. it's completely my fault for several different reasons. But oh, yeah, I guess if, if you can learn anything from this podcast, kiddos, it's just um, it's, get these, especially if you're younger, if you're like 22, um. Pick up these good habits now when you drink because when you do reach your 30s, you'll have all this, um, all these internal mechanisms in place so you will never be that fucked up. Yeah. You will always be able to keep going the next day. Yeah. I think but, I yeah. think the kids will really appreciate that PSA. I I also like as, – as you saw, I was that night because I knew I was in for a long night. I was mm-hmm. drinking so much water during the entire night because i was like i know i'm gonna be here for a long time i know i'm not gonna be able to leave and there's only alcohol here so i'm gonna be dead (laughs) i had like and i also like something about me that's very chaotic is i just love mixing alcohol for some reason i i don't always have i just love the variety (laughs) you said that with almost too much joy I love the variety. It's just it's just one second I'm sipping on a red in Spain, the next I'm downing Milwaukee's best. <laughs> well, okay, those are two great things to do. And then after that I'm down in Mexico taking some shots of tequila and then oh no, look at that. I'm up in Tennessee having a barrel of whiskey. It's a tour de France and France is my bowels. Um it's truly an exceptional you time. You also you also um caused some chaos when you brought over uh Hibiki, a very a very high-end Japanese whiskey. I and did. it's funny, with it, it kind of fucked up our friends a little bit because higher-end whiskeys like that, they're designed to be sipped slowly, maybe with, like, a couple ice cubes. And if you want, like, a splash of tonic water or a splash or just a very splash of club soda, not much more, depending if you like yeah. combination or not. Um, Our friends, even though most of them now are in their early 30s, um, we still have a very strong shots culture among our friend group. We do. I don't really know why. <laughs> it's just something that's persisted. I, I can only that th- too. Yeah. I can only think of I can only think of one or two friends out among us who are gonna outright refuse a shot. Mm-hmm. I was like that for a while, but then I stopped, you know, caring. <laughs> and I and I grew more of a palate for hard liquor in general. So I'm like, yeah, I can take it. Yeah, fine. So, but. I didn't really have that much that night, but I remember because I remembered. I looked at the Hebe key. I'm like, "This is not going to go well if I try to." It was this. it was low. It was very because what yeah. what, I, what happened was I passed out like some whiskey to everybody to start off because I was like, "Oh, you know, I brought yeah. this. It's some Japanese whiskey for our yeah. best girl day of a Japanese cartoon. Why not have some mm-hmm. Japanese whiskey?" I was passing it out to everybody, Ooh. and uh, mm. I, I 
I then noticed that most of the bottle was gone. And I was like, you know, I had my glass and I was like sipping it and whatnot. And I was, you know, doing yeah. what you got to do. Yeah. And then I looked around and everybody else had already finished theirs. I was like, did you, did you guys think that? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yep. no. So, fun, that, so that thing, got rough, fun, but the night the night ended up getting a lot rougher too. Fun so. thing, fun thing that might be might that might have happened the next morning. Mike, our friend, who's ha- who was kind enough to host this thing, he was probably wondering where the hell's that bottle of whiskey because I took it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you did nice. Very, yeah, I was, very good. I was I was I was an acceptable level of drunk, and for some reason, after you left, they put on Monty Python on the Holy Grail, and. Oh yeah, so, there were murmurings of that earlier in the night, and I I love so that movie. For, so I, I mean, I would have. So for some fucking reason, I you know, be at that point being exhausted, drunk, and sick, I thought it'd be very funny if I put the whiskey in my coat pocket because Mike only lives like six hundred feet from me. <laughs> so I thought it'd be very funny if I just yelled "run away" while taking the whiskey with me, which is exactly what I did. I still don't know if it's funny or not. Ju- I think judging by your really reaction, funny. I think it's pretty funny. I think it's pretty damn funny, <laughs> especially yeah, because so, you just left and didn't come back. Um, exceptional. Yeah. Great way to leave a party. Yeah. I should leave all parties like that. Yeah, just yell, run away. <laughs> with with a steal. bottle of something. Yeah, steal something. Of course, take something that has the highest value in the room. But everyone you know, else is so drunk. At- quick story. And tell me if I'm a dick or am I not a dick, Okay. So I went I to love a, once anything gets preferenced by this goal. Right. On. Okay. So I went to this friend's concert and he did a great mm-hmm. job. He put on an opera. It was beautiful. We had a lovely time. Afterwards, nice. uh, he invites me to like an after party thing where I go and like it's at somebody's house and it's very fun. And it's a great house. I bring a full bottle unopened of Jameson to this party mm-hmm. because I'm like, oh, they don't really have much liquor. I bring it and it turns out they have a lot of liquor there. So I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. So I, I thought I was supplying the whole thing. So I got beer, I got liquor, I got a little bit of everything. But whatever, you know, it'll get drinking. Yeah. It'll get yeah. drank, drunk, drunken, drinked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it'll drank. it'll be consumed. Uh, drank or drunk, I'm not sure. Something like that. And right everybody's at this party and having fun right and at the end of it i i have some jameson right i pour like pour my glass a little bit and i'm like sipping on it and then the party ends and i'm the only one that has drank out of the jameson but i'm at this person's house and i'm like what do i do i leave this jameson here because like i mean i i brought it for them but at the same time everybody's going and i'm the only one that and i paid for it so i just took it with me oh you're asking me if i think you're a dick for doing that yeah is that good is that bad i've taken beers that other people have paid for and left so (laughs) you're asking the wrong cat um yeah no if you don't finish the liquor supplied you for a party it's up for grabs that's a kind of a universal thing especially if you willingly leave it behind Mm. um especially if you know the owner of the house you're going to has no intention of drinking it. That's actually kind of why I stopped bringing hard liquor to parties a long time ago. Mm-hmm. One, because our friends are dumb. Myself, for, included for a while. Still sure, a little me too. Bit, but, you know, me too. I'm still mm-hmm. a little stupid, but, you know, with liquor, I've wised up a little. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just also easier for on a quantifiable level. Like, you yeah. know, I've, I've actually, I'm actually notorious for that because um, for a while, um, because... For a while, my day job wasn't exactly paying the bills, so I was struggling a little bit financially. Mm. So when we go to parties, I'm like, well, I got to bring something of a decent uh, quantity. So I'd bring a right. lot of natural light or 
Oh, yeah. Natu- or Miller High Life or just like lower end beers. Particularly natural light because they sell it in 15 packs. I'm like, bang for the buck. Yeah, right. There we go. And I remember I'd usually be like one of three people drinking them at a party of 15 people. And then I'd have some left over. And I'd be like, no one wants these, right? So I just take them. And then I'd see like a bunch of beers left behind because everyone brings too many beers, these things. Yeah. I throw a couple more in there. I didn't give a shit. Yeah, why not? You're there. They're not going to drink all that shit. Exactly. If they leave it behind, they leave it behind. Is it a dick move? I don't know. And I don't give a fuck. Such a sumeray move, I got to (laughs) say. Well, no, Sumer is the kind of gal who will bring a $20 bottle of whiskey and then he'll spend $40 on presenting the fact that she brought a $20 bottle of whiskey to this party. And then she'll freak out when everyone looks at her. But then she'll learn a lesson at the end of it. So then my feelings on her are a little obscured. We're talking about Love Live and I don't, it's been almost 20 minutes and we haven't really talked about the show much yet. But, But we have before. We have. Indeed, we have. In those, I'm glad in those, you brought that in those, up. In those bonus episodes, we keep yep. saying we're going to bring back. Yes. Um, <laughs> and that we haven't yet, but we but we will, I swear. <laughs> I kind of have a date in mind for when I want to bring them back. So I'll talk Ooh. to you about that off camera. Okay, great, great, um, great, great. Off mic. Anyway, off air, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Anyway, so you and I are originally going to cover this show, but we hit a snag with it because by episode, well, I watched up till episode 10. Right. You watched till episode five. Right. And we both came to each other one day and said, hey, this is just kind of charming and very well animated. Yeah, we were like, are... we were just like, what's the angle? Like we, we were watching it. We were like, this. it's just like, could we really talk a, a fuck ton about this episode? I mean, this show in general. Mm-hmm. And I think we decided not really, but it's a fun watch. Um, yeah. So maybe so we we'll gave, talk we gave about it. Like it. A, we gave her like a mild recommendation in a bonus episode. That's yeah. what I remember us doing. Yeah. But for Best Girl Day, I thought, you know, what a great chance to revisit the show. And if things get interesting, we could talk about it. But I have surprisingly more to say about the show than I thought I did. Um, oh, yeah. They were, there was a little, a tiny bit more depth they hear than I thought there'd be. They really made sure to give each of the five kind of their character arc. Mm. or at least a great sense of character and a reason for them being who they are. You know what I mean? Yes, they they really did, and I thought that they did that very well. Like, the first time mm-hmm. I watched the show, I only probably watched the first maybe few, three to four episodes, maybe five, Right. if I'm you, stretching. Five, five was the number was what you told me. Yeah, okay, so maybe five then. But I, I, I think we all got to the point on these 12 episodes where, you know, watching them all together and being in and out maybe i have a conversation here and there but i did see some strong character development from each of the characters throughout the show yes. uh, except for one but you know we'll talk about that um but okay. the, the five characters in question are uh kanon uh Tang, uh chisato sumire and ren uh, so yes. those are our five main cast. Uh, Kanon is notably the protagonist of everything. She's mm-hmm. the redhead. Yes. She is yes. the one who has fear of singing in front of people. So she sings to yes. herself. But she's really freaking good at it. Uh, so yes. one day, uh, Cuckoo Tang hears her singing. Uh, she's a Chinese exchange student and starts yelling Mandarin at her. Uh, yes. And she doesn't know how to respond. But Cuckoo Tang wants to start a school idol group where they all sing because mm-hmm. Cuckoo Tang yes. loves school idols. Uh, and, and she's, she's going to gonna remind you of that. She's going to remind you of that um, every day, every episode, every day, every episode, without question. Yep. 
without question. And her and Kanon, like, uh, Kanon eventually regrettably agrees uh, to yes. join uh, Kuku Tang, and they decide to become an idol group. They have a, right. a cute performance uh, <laughs> after a lot of practicing. Uh, they get Chisado as their mm -hmm. uh, dance teacher who teaches them choreography. She's the white-haired yeah, she, girl. She's um, uh, Kanon's childhood friend. Right. Exactly. Yes. And, and uh, for context. She helps him with choreo. All, all these girls right now, for context, are going to this um, this high school where it's a general ed high school, but they also have a, a different curriculum for music students. Mm -hmm. So music is taking, yep. taken wildly seriously at this school. Very seriously. So the early plot of the show was Kanon and Cuckoo trying to start the school idol group, but being told no by Ren who is the daughter of the founder of the school, saying, no, you fucking assholes, you can't, or the granddaughter person, I think it's the granddaughter person who found the school, so you fucking yeah. assholes can't start an idol group, you're going to embarrass us. Exactly, then, like, because the they put so much stock into their singing program, they exactly. don't want like, another like, ragtag group representing the school going out mm -hmm. there and like, shit in the bed at all these concerts and stuff, basically. Exactly. But, um... What happens is the current like headmaster dean or whatever it is they I forgot what her title was but head honcho says, well if you guys place first place in this new in this idol competition coming up we'll maybe consider it. Mm -hmm. So it's just Kanon and Cuckoo and they um perform. They don't win first but they get the newcomer award and they're like, that's enough. You guys are yeah good. yeah. The school was like wait. wait, wait. We didn't even expect you to place. God damn. All right. Exactly. Well, so, I guess you're not a complete embarrassment. So, yeah. All right. We'll let you have your little club. And so they have, have that little girls. club. Yeah. So they do it. And then we get the more characters joining. You know, they kind of say like, hey, Chisato, why don't you join exactly? You're, choreography, you're doing all our choreography. You're best friends with Kanon. You, you have a decent enough voice. They don't exactly explain very well why she doesn't join. Which is where, which is why Chisato is my big hang up in the show because she doesn't mm. really have a good reason why she doesn't want to join them. Yeah. And it's never revealed, but she does eventually join them. Uh, it, I think it's something to do with she wanted to be like a dancer and not like a singer and she's looking to be the best in the world at dancing. Um, yeah, um, which like I guess isn't exactly like what a like she's not like she doesn't want to be a school idol essentially she just wants to dance. Yeah, but then then she wins a competition and says, "Oh, I'm good. I I know I, I'm done. I validated myself." Zero character development. Uh, None. Fun fun character, but d d in my opinion, does not have the chops to be number one in a ranking of five. It's re it's really just that's what it comes down to. <laughs> And should we? I'm gonna spill the beans now. She was first in a lot of people's rankings. We'll get to why in a minute. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't sit well with either of us. Did not. So, and then later on, we had Sumire, who is a bitch, and I love her. Yeah, she, yeah. Good way to describe it. Mm -hmm. She's basically been a C plus player her whole life. She's had success in show business, but she was always playing like bit parts in commercials and being like. If she was doing a play in, in school, she'd be a tree. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Or giant isopod, giant isopod. Giant isopod. No, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> she she played a giant isopod. 
um, as well yes. as Tree, as well as other roles like that. But she never got to be the main girl. She never got to be the center of it all, and that's what she wants. Well, here's the thing. She always wanted it until she was given the opportunity, <gasps> and she was started choking hard. <gasps> so later on in the wow. series, there's they enter the competition known as Love Live, and... Um, what happens with her is I'm trying to sum up all the character arcs so we can get back to what, like yeah, the so we can get back to the want. important stuff. Yeah, no, no, no I, I get it. I, I've been doing the same thing. Perfect. <laughs> Good. I'm so glad we didn't discuss format for the show at all. Anyway, <laughs> so her arc was like she was choking under pressure, and then I, I was it Chisato or Cuckoo started yelling at her saying, "You can't handle it. You've spent all this time. You tried oh, to yeah. take center from Kanon five episodes ago. It didn't yeah. work." You're you're being a pansy here. You want that that validation that that create you know, the reason why they want to be centered by the way is because they're challenged to um do a song that incorporates rap elements, mm-hmm. and she's the only one that has any ability to rap. <laughs> so they want to put her center, obviously, but she yeah, chokes right. under the pressure until they basically they just tell her to stop. They just tell her to suck it up. That's all they do. Yeah, that's really what they did, and and then she just the, sucked it up. It's a very new Japan Gurren Lagan esque form of motivation. <laughs> just like stop, just stop being a bitch. Yeah, stop being a little bitch, Simone. <laughs> Get in the robot, Shinji. Ava too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a common enough trope. And then she does, and then and it leads to my favorite song of the series, Nonfiction. It's a great it's tune. Good. It's very good. It's barely a. The verses have a hip hop element, but it's it's a dance song. It's nowhere. It's, nowhere it's not a rap. It, there's it's not a rap. Like she is not like, you know, she's the, not spitting the, or anything. Yeah, no. The the, the verses the the vocal melodies of the verses are rap oriented. That's all I will say. Yes, but the song is an upbeat dance number with a rap verse, basically. Yeah. Um. Right. And then, like I said, we have Ren, who was formerly the headmaster. Like the the, she comes from the family that founded the school. The school is going through a lot of debt. With threatened threatened to close, so she has a lot of on her plate. She doesn't want her her mother's legacy being tarnished. Yes, until one day, she finds her mother's like diary, and revealed that was she was a school idol, and then she's like you know pretty, hit with a pretty significant amount of guilt for denying mm-hmm. these girls their passion when it's something her mother would have wholeheartedly endorsed. Yeah, and she's crying, realizing how ser- how over seriously she was taking everything. But the girls embrace her in wholeheartedly. It's like, it's okay. We'll help represent the school. We'll bring in a good name. We'll do your mother proud. So she joins them right away. And she's liberated in a lot of a way. And that arc got me. It did. As cheesy now that's, as it was. Now that's what I call a character arc. That, <laughs> yes. is, that is what was severely lacking with Chisato. And mm. what was absolutely in spades with Ren. She was like this horrible mm. character that you hated for the first five or six episodes and just didn't do anything but like moan and yeah. bitch and complain. And then yeah. once you realize what she was actually going through, how both of her parents had died and how yeah. she's just left with her estate and nothing else. Um, mm-hmm. And she has to save the school basically that her parents yes. built. Yeah, that's 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 pretty deep. That's pretty good, and she's a good singer too. And she's and yeah, she's and a cool cat. I, d- I don't I, I her. don't I don't know the voice actress's name off the top of my head, the Japanese voice actress, but she did a. I loved her voice. It was a uh, Nagisa know. Aoyama. Her Nagisa, her really Nagisa. That's funny. Yeah, a really, lot of characters right. named Nagisa. Isn't that funny? 
Yeah. We don't we even have a lot of shows at Nagisa's recently. Anyway, know, a lot of Nagisa's. Girlfriend, girlfriend, right? Was the Nagisa's there was, there was an, that, that was one there. And Ixer One was another one. Ixer One, yeah, I think I think so. A lot of Nagisa's. But anyway, um, I just love her voice. I don't know what it is. She has this very interesting yeah. vocal quality that I really. It was a very enjoyed. like alto, alto y, yes, like, lowish yes. feminine voice, which I thought like suited the yes. character very well as well. Exactly. Um, it, it was, was great. More, yeah, it was probably it was one of the best voice actors. Power behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of them were appropriate though. The rest of them sounded like young girls, except for Sumire, who was able to add that like bitchy kind of like yeah, I don't know that show off kind of vocal affectation which i loved yeah she was the she, most like um like valley girl-esque like the most like gal-esque yes uh, yes from all so. of them i think like very close to my girlfriend as yep. a gal like the main characters yep. in that show uh, right which was funny so everybody had their own kind of thing everybody had their own stick yes. they all have a different hair colors mm-hmm. you can tell them apart isn't that yep. great anime yep um <laughs> and yeah i mean basically they they wrap up the story by like competing um and they lose in their last tournament correct or they get second place i think they get i i think they qualify for the bigger tournament um mm-hmm. or it was like some other regional tournament it wasn't actually the love love live that got to so something else the series right? the series kind of ended got a little bit of a whimper it just kind of ended with a couple more good songs yeah. and confirmation that they're going to keep going it wasn't a huge finale but because there's a season two right right yeah and they so. got to add more girls so they do eventually in and season they do two, from what I know I looked but, up a tier list because I was like, oh, yeah, how are we going to do this ranking later? Uh, yeah. And then I saw like a couple other girls and I was like, this is way too complicated for me. Like, <laughs> yep. Just one through five. It's bad. Listen here, listeners. I know y- your balls are looking nice, but you know what could use a shape up your beard. And breaking news, Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They're once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh save, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using code BAD20, that's B-A-D-2-0, for 20% off and free shipping. And ain't that great. Now back to the anime. It's bad. But let's talk about the ranking. What I, I, I've been alluding to it. We've been alluding to it this whole time because a, a lot of our friends uh, chose what? Chisato I, I, as number one. And honestly, after that, I don't even remember the ranking. It was... I, I'll tell you I, the ranking. I, okay. I'll tell you what the... Well, pseudo agreed I, upon ranking. What we did was... because. because the, we yelled at each other for a while, and then we did like a polling system where, like, you know, you get, oh, everybody gets frustrated. Yeah, exactly. Everybody gives their ranking, and then you mm, each person yeah. gets a, an amount of points from what spot they're in on everybody's rankings. Mm-hmm. And the eventual final ranking uh, was Chisato, followed by Ren, followed mm-hmm. by Kanon, uh, followed mm-hmm. by uh, Ooh, actually, Sumire. no, followed by Sumire, followed by Kukutang. Yep. Yeah. I don't agree with that at all. And neither do I. Not not one bit. <laughs> so we did the good thing to leave that day. But before we leave today, I want to do two things. First off, establish the show as not bad. Because it's not. Yeah, I agree. It's not bad. It's definitely not bad. The songs are the songs are way too slappy to be baddie. You know <laughs> That's what I thing. mean? Um, some people might be a little adverse to giving a music anime a shot. But I would say this is a fun one. It's give fun. if for anyone listening, give it a couple episodes because it can surprisingly win you over. It could. There's a, very easy. There's enough. There's enough here. The characters are fun enough, 
and just the songs and the sound design completely slap. Mm-hmm. Yep. One of the running one one of the running jokes all night was our friends going, "Why is the background music so intense?" It was really intense at times. And even and even the people in the room are going like the music the musicians in the room are going like, "Wow, I love how it switches to minor when they're talking about the villain." It's like, yeah, yeah the show yeah. the show is just well composed. It's very well well musically done throughout the entire mm-hmm. show, and that's not even just the songs. That's right. That's the background music, and that's kind of everything in sound design uh, in yes. the show is done very exactly. well. They obviously had a point with the show, like music. Music and it works is the very point. well. Mm-hmm. And if you're a musician like the two of us, you're gonna fucking love it because yeah, rad. yeah, absolutely. And well, it, it was, the songs it was were, if the songs are subpar, the show would have sucked. But the yeah, songs were right. great. So songs were good. Yeah. Songs so, were but good. before before we're allowed to leave today, <laughs> we, we must quickly establish the official bad anime ranking yes. of the five characters. Yes. So Here we go. Have, it's time to rewrite history. It's time for Love Live Superstar. The real. I make ranking. one suggestion. I make one suggestion though. Let's start at five, then go up. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Okay. Who who do you think could fit at number five? Um, either Chisato I, or Cuckoo. I was thinking either Chisato or Cuckoo as well. Okay. The, thing, the, the hard part about this is... So Chisato, one of them is going five, one of them is going four. Going four. The, the, the fun thing about... The nice thing about Chisato is that she was very inoffensive the whole time. But that was also my problem with her. That she was just like, oh, what are you here for? Like, five. it's just kind of... She's fine. Yeah. She she, she was talented. That. She was talented, but she wasn't an interesting character. Yes. A lot of people in the room were like swayed by her character, and I'm like, sorry, but not sorry. They were swayed by how good she was at things, her talent. And I'm like, for being the glue that held everything together. I'm like, that's a stupid fucking reason. I think you yeah, guys just like the other characters reason. a little too much to admit it. Yeah. Yeah. She was too static for my liking. Talented, not the star of the show. Mm-hmm. At number four, I say that, that case. Let's put Cuckoo at four. Yeah, because I could agree with that. With, she without is, her, she, yeah, she got like at least a lot of people in our room. Like she got number five in like the the room ranking, and I feel like she deserves yeah. more than that because she was just such a funny character. She she really kept That's the entertainment the value. She was always entertaining. She yeah. was the reason why any of this was fucking happening. Yeah, and she was just genuinely funny. You know what I mean? She was very. She funny. was just funny, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed her tremendously. I really did. Yeah. Um. And I love the bits when she started randomly speaking Chinese because she was too excited. That was so funny. And they worked it in so yeah. well, too, where they, they just, like, had a voice actor come and actually speak Mandarin, which was incredible. Yes, it was great. Um, I just thought it, it translated really well. And at first, like, you know, when I watched the show, I was like, right. oh, is this is this kind of racist? But it, it just turned out to be actually just, like, a very funny, like, oh, it's just character. like an exchange student a character. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. yeah, it was, it's, a, it's it was a quirk, yeah. She was quirky. It was exactly. And number three, this is where it gets tough for me because I know. What do you want to do? I know you're a Kanon guy. Um, I am, but in talking about the show, mm-hmm. she's not my number one. She's definitely not my number one. Uh, she is also she's either two or three. I I would be comfortable. So that for me, the two and the the three slot is a Kanon slot. Uh, but who's your two? My two would be Sumire. I know your number one uh, is Sumire. <laughs> no, no, no. My number one's actually Ren. Is it mine too? Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh, <laughs> she. Wow, this is so civilized. You look, you look so relieved. Oh my oh, God. Oh, I thought we were gonna have a, a tough time here. I, I'm so happy. Oh, this um, is here's great. A, here's the thing with 
Kanon. Um, I like her a lot, but not as much growth. She did grow, but she stopped growing after the first couple episodes and then became a little too plot armory. While yes. Sumire kept growing throughout the entire series. Mm-hmm. And Ren is number one for me purely because her backstory got me the most. And yes. she was the most dynamic. Yes, I agree because it was such a shift that she made. I feel like Sumire yes. had a very gradual shift. Hers yes. was like within an episode. Like if you missed it, like you don't mm-hmm. know what happened. Like it was very exactly. like sudden and dynamic. And she yes. immediately knew what she had to do, being a direct person. So I yes. appreciated that most of all and her qualities. Right. The voice acting for her was also exceptional, as we talked yes. about. Um, yeah. So she's definitely, for sure, she's my number one. I think Sumire is very high up there as number two. Kanon mm-hmm. is number three. I, I had a complaint that Kanon didn't really grow that much as a character. She did have that arc near the end she, where she was um, like, She oh, did like, grow, but it stopped way too early. It did. It did, and she didn't really, like, she didn't gain a lot of traits over time. No. She just kind of, like, stayed that way, and she's, like, the perfect one, and, like, that's she, it. She, she kind know? of had the anime problem where she became stronger, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. There was no she d- didn't really gain any, like, characteristics, or we didn't learn anything new about mm-hmm. her, really. There wasn't no. really any of that. With, with all... with. With at least Ren and Subaru, there was like over time, like, oh, okay, like I'm learning a little tidbit about this person every once in a while. And like it's making me understand and them more as a character and their psychology. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That was well, that was a fantastic. <laughs> what a conversation. Oh my God. We were ha- This worked out so well. Your entire physical being looks so relieved right now. You're like, oh my God. Like, all of my muscles just relaxed. I feel great. I've, I've yes. like. I've pooped like three times right now. It My looks like, it looks like so you had relaxed. a popper. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, you know me. <laughs> anyway, um, just slides right out. That's you know? our. It um, looks like that's our ranking. Um, going from five to one, we we got Chisato, Kuku, Kanon, Sumire, and Ren at leading leaving the pack. Um, I didn't expect it to be that civilized. I could not feel better about this. I really couldn't feel better about this. I. I'm so happy we saw eye to eye on this. I really, really thought that you were going to, because you, you love a protagonist. I thought you were really going to be in on the protagonist. Um, I was originally up until I really finished the show and thought more about it mm. because I thought Kanon, I was kind of hoping for a different arc from Kanon than we got. I was really hoping she would crumble hard under pressure, but then realize her journey. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of give us a nice reaffirmation of what she overcame and what she conquered mm-hmm. which as i kind of assumed that's where the show was going yeah. but it didn't at least not yet yeah so it r- kind of blue balls me a little bit on her character so essentially what you're saying is not enough misery was had on kanon's part unfortunately there just wasn't <laughs> enough misery on her part while sumore and ren were had a decent amount of crying scenes so therefore they're better girls we love depressed saying. women. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I just love depressed people. What does that say <laughs> about me? Oh, oh. We will find out on our next episode where we have a full therapy session. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, w- but we will be back. That sounds fun, though. With, it does sound actually like a good time. Maybe a bonus. <laughs> if that's our return to the bonus format, I'm going to be horrified. You just press play on the bonus episode and it just opens with you just being like, 
Yeah, and that's and that's how I found out I was depressed as an eight year old. Um, <laughs> it it happens when it happened when that ha- my hamster killed that dog. And that's when I knew that college wasn't for me, but hard drugs were. There's so many ways we can go with this, but I, I feel like it's, this episode will crash and burn if we do. So let's take it out on a high note. Yes. But let's go away. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. It's bad. Wow. Oh, my God. What a rousing podcast of anime conversation. Am I right, my compares? Am I right, my weebdom? Anywho, uh, yeah, you can send us a message if you want. Did you like this podcast? Did you hate this podcast? Do you want to kill me? Do you want to drench me in Calaxisaur blood and watch me drink it? That's fine. Just send us an email at badanimepod at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram at badanimepod, all one word. You can also find us on YouTube as badanime, and you could leave a comment on whatever video you want to leave a comment on we'll read them all anyways we don't care i love you kiss kiss simple equations podcast network